time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. This is the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Strohholt here with Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant at Roadmap Financial Consulting. He's the founder and president as well. He has an office on Muir's Chapel Road in Greensboro, and you can find us online at greensbororetirement.com. And Glenn, we had so much fun on the last podcast kind of uh, wearing different shoes, playing some different roles, me peppering you with different types of questions. We're going to do it again on today's program. So we'll call it, uh, you know, interesting, fun, exciting, and, you know, wide-ranging retirement questions continued. How's that sound? All right, Walter, (laughs) let's do it. Let's get to it. All right, I've got four more roles to play on today's show. So we'll start out with uh, some concerns that I have about the market. Let's say I'm somebody who's concerned about a market crash coming any day now, but I've also kind of thought that, Glenn, for the past four years, and unfortunately, I've kind of missed out on a lot of growth because of that fear. What's your advice for a head case like me? (laughs) Well, Walter, I don't know if I would call you a head case, but (laughs) certainly, I mean, what we need to think in terms of is, is whether or not you have a plan, right? And when we start thinking about, well, you know, there's good reason to be thinking in terms of, you know, of, of market volatility, because we know that, you know, you know, over time, I mean, the markets don't go up forever, right? They, they cycle. Things go up and things go down. It's been quite some time since we've had a downturn. And so even though things are, you know, are, as, as we're recording this and we're talking, everything looks, you know, to be, you know, a real rosy picture. But, you know, typically there's, there's always a scenario like that just before something else happens. Happens. And that's not to say that we're predicting anything to happen, but we just realistically know that at, you know at some point there's going to be market corrections and you know how deep it will go. And and realistically, when you're in retirement, you've got to be thinking about those kinds of market conditions significantly differently than what you would if you were you know in the accumulation years. You know, if you're in the accumulation years, let's say you're in your 30s and 40s. Well, you know, when, when prices come down, that gives you a real buying opportunity to be able to buy more and more shares at lower prices. But if you are, you know, just getting ready to retire or if you've just retired or you're in retirement, well, now it's a whole different scenario because you're not typically going to be adding new monies. I mean, you, you what you're actually doing is you're beginning to, to take money out. And so now suddenly, instead of buying more at, at, you know, at low prices, you're actually having to sell more at lower prices. And it changes the whole dynamic of things. So, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're well-founded in your, in your concern. The question is, is you know, how, how do we make sure that you can participate you know, where you need to, you know, where it would be wise to participate and then have some protections and some strategies to help you, you know, guard against you know, the, the, that worst-case scenario when you're thinking about the money that you're going to need to have for actual income and living in retirement. And so it seems to me that it's that you're not you're not really a head case so much as the fact that you're just lacking a, you know, a a plan that's going to help you bridge those gaps and figure out how to deal with the preservation and and distribution years versus, you know, it seems like, you know, you've probably been one who's who's had a plan for accumulation and and now you kind of have, have saved a lot. You're close to retirement. And now suddenly it's like, well, gosh, I can't afford to lose anything. So I'm just going to, you know, just, you know, put it all under the mattress. Well, 
that's not really a plan. That's, you know, living out of fear, which is not the right thing, but it's also not the right thing to just, you know, go blindly thinking that everything is going to be perfect. So again, we just take a step back and say, okay, well, what do you have? What do you need to have happen? How much income do you need? And let's think about, you know, putting your assets to work in the right places so that you can have a retirement type of plan rather than planning for retirement and saving for retirement. There's two different mindsets and there's lots of different strategies that we have to contemplate and think about and make sure that you have you know something that's going to work for you and your personality and your needs throughout your retirement. All right. That uh, sufficiently covers that question. And I know that a lot of people fall into that, into that realm, fear of a market crash. Maybe they haven't been you know, missing out on the growth for the last four years. Hopefully that's not the case for a lot of folks, but, you know, maybe they have been kind of in that, you know, operation of fear. They're operating out of fear. And that's a big concern, I think, uh, if you fall into that category. We want to make sure we address that and make sure that our emotions aren't, you know, totally driving our financial decisions. So good good response, Glenn. All right, let's say uh, I'm in a different scenario, putting on another pair of shoes here. Um, I just inherited $200,000. Glenn, I'm just going to give myself that. I've never had this much money before in one big chunk. Any ideas what in the world I should do with or how to invest that money? And uh, let's say I'm approaching 60 years old. I'm something like 59, let's say. Okay. Well, Walter, again, I mean, it, it may sound like a, you know, a common refrain that I keep coming back to, but you know, really the answer is, is that it depends. It depends upon, you know, what are your, you know, needs, what are your plans? You know, if you're approaching age 60 and that means that you're likely to be thinking in terms of retiring in a, in a, in a few years, you know, but a few years might mean, you know, just a couple of years, 62, maybe it's 65 and maybe it's your full retirement age for social security or maybe you're planning to, you know, to keep working. You know, how much do you have saved at this point? You know, do you have a pension? You know, I mean, uh, there's times when folks don't have a whole lot saved for retirement, but yet they have a pension. And so it's going to act like a retirement account would. So really, it kind of depends on your on your particular situation as to how to think about where to position those dollars and what to do. You know, what do you want those dollars to do for you? Do you want them to start creating income? And if so, when? You know, are you thinking in terms of, well, you know, hey, I mean, this is going to be money that that I you know, may or may not need, you know, to tap into for income and I want to grow it. Or maybe you want to think in terms of, you know, helping kids or grandkids or maybe there's a charity that, you know, ultimately you'd like to leave a legacy that way. I mean, you know, different people are going to have different needs and desires and and different circumstances. So it's really challenging to say, well, you should do this or you should do that. And certainly one thing that you should do, Walter, that I can say, you know, with without any hesitation is, is if you were to, you know, you go to you know, an advisor or somebody who's in the financial services industry and you and you tell them, hey, you know, I've just inherited this $200,000 and suddenly they have all kinds of ideas for what you should do with it before they really understand who you are and what you need, then that, those are going to be red flags to say, hey, I probably need to get out of here and, <laughs> and talk to somebody who's really has my best interest at heart and make sure that they, they understand who you are and what your needs are first and then begin to start thinking about you know, what you can do with it and, and how is it going to serve you best and how to position it. Does that make sense? Makes a lot of sense and worthwhile to consider that, you know, lots of different considerations, I think, there. When somebody finds themselves in that position of inheriting a decent amount of money, again, just like the question, a lot of us haven't been in that situation before. So it's worthwhile to seek some counsel on something like that.
All right, let's uh, say, Glenn, that I am working with a financial advisor who does tax planning. Will I still need a CPA? To some extent, that's going to be a personal choice. You know, one of the questions is, is that, you know, if they're doing tax planning, you know, do they have a CPA in their office that, that, that does tax preparation? You know, I know we do that in our office, but, you know, there's not a whole lot of offices that do that. Some will, some won't. Somebody who is, is helping you do some tax planning, you know, may or may not actually do the tax preparation. At the same time, maybe they do. It, it really depends upon, you know, you know, who you're working with and what kind of tax planning are they doing? Is it is it planning for, you know, business taxes? Is it is it, you know, you know, planning for, you know, transitioning into retirement? You know, is it legacy plan, you know, tax planning? What exactly are are we planning, you know, for and what is your particular situation? But you're gonna always have a need, you know, to have somebody, you know, if you're in that situation where you have some complexity to your uh, situation, that you're probably gonna want to have, you know, some input in terms of the planning, but you may also want to have some input in terms of, you know, who's preparing the taxes and whatnot. It's a good idea, you know, to do that and have another set of eyes on it. And, you know, there are situations where the, you know, the, somebody who's doing the tax planning can do the preparation. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's a good idea to maybe have a couple people involved in that process. But what I would say, Walter, is that if you do have multiple people in that process, they should be on the same page and they should be communicating so that the right hand and the left hand knows what the other's doing so that they, you know, you know that they're working in your best interest and it's a coordinated effort rather than you know, one person saying, well, this is what we should do. And then another person is just recording history. They should be in, you know, in sync and thinking along the same lines. And maybe one can give the other an idea and then they work it out so that, you know, that it's done the most efficient way. So more often than not, I would say you know, you're probably going to want to have a couple people involved in that and they may or may not be in the same office. But, you know, you don't necessarily want to, you know, just have one person in charge of everything. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes a lot of sense. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of people struggle with is, you know, where do these different components fit together? And really, your financial advisor should be the quarterback helping kind of coordinate all of these things and answering those questions for you. So it's good to uh, good to get that guidance and advice. All right, let's uh, put on one more pair of shoes before we wrap up the podcast this week, Glenn. How long does it take to go through the retirement planning process? Something I'm wondering. Is it going to last for years and years, or can we meet once or twice, set the plan, and move on? I don't really have a perspective for how that whole thing works. How would you answer somebody who asked that question? Well, Walter, I mean, I, I doubt very seriously that it's going to be a scenario where you just meet once or twice because, you know, I mean, life brings a lot of changes. I mean, things, you know, move out, you know, throughout your life. And, you know, I mean, you, you if you've experienced life and you're ready to retire, you obviously, you've gone through lots of different things in life and there's been lots of changes and lots of different surprises where you've had to change your plans, right? Or you, you know, you've needed to at least adapt your plans to the current situation. And, you know, maybe it's not drastic changes, but you get my, you know, what I'm saying is, is that you're going to have to have some flexibility there and any planning that you do for retirement and living in retirement should have some flexibility involved with it as well. And there's, it's a good idea to obviously check in from time to time, at least once a year, if not more often, you know, to really kind of make sure that, that, that everything's, you know, is, is on track, so to speak. You know, I mean, just because you get together a few times, you know, a year maybe, 
doesn't necessarily mean that you are changing the plan every time you get together. But it's just, you know, just kind of checking in, making sure everything's going right. You know, maybe there's certain times and, you know, there's something that has come up in life that you need to meet a little bit more often. But really, it's going to be a kind of dynamic process. It's also going to be, you know, dynamic in that it depends upon how, how much complexity there is to your finances. You know, some folks are going to have a variety of things. They might have some real estate and they might have, you know, they might have a pension and they might have, you know, retirement accounts and other other investments and other things that are going on. Maybe they have they maybe they're still a partner in a business, whether they're still actively working in that business or not. So it really depends upon, you know, what all is going in your financial life that you know, as to whether or not, you, you know, how often you need to meet and, and so forth. But it's, it's very rarely that it's like one or two and done. But, you know, it, it, it can be an ongoing process, but that shouldn't be an overwhelming thing. That should be a good thing in terms of just strategizing. We're entering into football season. You always have some coaching and, you know, you have you have multiple games throughout the season and then you move into a, a, the, the subsequent seasons. So there's always there's always things that you're going to do to adapt and, you know, and adjust you know, to make sure that you're doing the best job possible. And that's how I would really think about re- retirement planning and, you know, and, and how, what that process is going to look like. It's, it's not just like, oh, goodness, we, we sprinkle some magic dust on it and suddenly it's going to be perfect forever and you never have to revisit it again. But, you know, when you do revisit it, hey, you know, it, it should be a good thing. And, you know, just you know, like I say, checking in, making sure that things are going as they should be. Are there some things that we need to change or adapt? Maybe some of your ideas have changed or you're, you know, maybe, you know, you end up, you know, having, a, you know, an adult child that gets, you know, enters into a new marriage and then they have kids and then there's going to be some different thoughts around that. So there's any number of things that could happen, Walter. So I would just say stay open to it and, you know, and enjoy the ride and enjoy the process of, you know, making sure that you're planning. And, and, and doing the right things throughout. Always helpful, Glenn, to walk through these different scenarios with you. I love being able to ask the hypothetical questions because I know, and, and I'd love to get your comment on this, I know that they equate to real questions. I mean, maybe not the, in the exact way that I ask them, but I'm sure that these are the kinds of questions you're answering all the time. Oh, you're absolutely right, Walter. I mean, when we sit down with folks and we really begin to have that conversation about, uh, you know, making plans for retirement or maybe they're in retirement and they want to make an adjustment or a change or, you know, maybe seek a second opinion or something like that. I mean, it's, there's all kinds of questions that come up and it's always good to ask them. If, you know, if, if you have any, any doubt or any wonder about it, you know, you're better off asking the question rather than just assuming everything is okay. You might get an answer that just affirms that where you're on is the right place to be. You might also have some other thoughts, you know, that come up in a conversation or maybe you say, you know, goodness gracious, I mean, we need to make we need to make a shift over here to make things, you know, be, you know, be more sustainable through time and make sure that, that everything that you have put together will last and, and serve you the best way. And all of that's going to come out of those conversations and getting together and, and you know, and having, a, you know, just like I say, just having a chat and, you know, let's see where, where that takes us and and uh, see how we can uh, help serve you and, and, and put you in the on the path to a, you know, successful retirement. Well, if you want to get in touch with Glenn Mosseller, talk about these kinds of things. And instead of asking him a hypothetical question, ask him exactly what your questions are, what's on your mind. You can do that by calling 336-291-3535. Easy number to remember, 336 area code 
291-3535. Or you can go online to greensbororetirement.com and click on the link that says free consultation at the bottom of the page, and you can schedule a review of your financial plan. Just click free consultation on greensbororetirement.com. Glenn, thanks for the help on this week's podcast, and we'll talk again next week. Sounds great, Walter. Take care. That's Glenn Mosseller, our guide here on the Retirement Roadmap. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time.